Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. This morning, I'm very lucky to have the Chief Commercial Real Estate Officer and the Regional President for Ocean First Bank, my friend Dan Harris. Thanks for coming here. Thanks for having me, Mike. So, you know, we heard over the period of time that things are getting brighter. How are they getting brighter with regard to financing of commercial real estate today? There's tremendous opportunity out there. Um, the the Recently, it's changed a little bit, though. The, the funds, the REITs, um, the home offices are doing a lot more commercial real estate lending than before, in some cases more than banks are collectively, so that it's shifted quite a bit that um, – the, the development jobs and the repositioning jobs, especially the larger ones, are often done by f- funded by non-bank entities. So for my audience, explain what a non-bank entity is. It would be a, um, a large fund, a large REIT, a, a large family office, which is you know managing someone's personal wealth. And uh, Michael Dell has one, for example, in that genre. And they, they have large capacity and they are really smart real estate people and they go after the deals that the banks are a little more concerned conservative they're a little nervous about it's a the cash flow is not proven it's a development job they are they're doing a lot more of that than the banks are right now and what do we what do we call this uh, over there this is note-to-note financing because these people have the money but they right. want to leverage the amount of money. Right. Explain They're, to me what the note-to-note concept a is. A business has arisen. Um, it's been around, but it's getting much more popular now where the fund will make the, the, the loan on the development and then a bank, and we do some of this at Ocean First, then the bank will lend to the fund some of those proceeds. So as an example, the, the fund may do a loan that's 70% of the cost of the development, and then we might come and backstop that and lend them 70% of their 70%. And the beauty for the bank is that although the underlying transaction is development, we're in a very low risk piece of that particular credit. Now, what you know, we were talking over the last couple of weeks with regard to rates going up. Uh, you know, so you have a loan that you've picked up at a two and a half percent, perhaps on a multifamily property over here. And today it has to be recast. Okay. There's no two and a half percent money available. So what happens when you go to the borrower who may be a good borrower of yours and you say to them, look, you have to put additional capital or equity in the deal. What are you going to do for me? It's a real challenge, and banks that are deeply into paper that was originated, loans that were originated six, seven, eight years ago, have that issue. Hopefully, the rents have grown enough over that time that although they've had a really terrific rate for the last six, seven, eight years, now they have to refinance. Hopefully, the cash flow on that building has grown faster than the expenses, and the new available cash flow can fund a 5.5% loan or whatever the loan might be recast at today. Uh, fortunately, for certain people, they, they can get increases over there. But in New York City, rent-regulated properties, you can't charge that. So you don't have the opportunity to capture the rate over there. You have to, the shortfall could be significant over here. It could be significant, and that's a very uncomfortable discussion you'll have to have with your customer. And, you know, they can do two things. They can take the loan elsewhere and and, and hope for better treatment, or they can reduce the loan so that the math works and the cash flow supports the, the smaller loan at the current rates. What, what are the regulators saying about that? We haven't run into that. Um, 
it's a case-by-case basis. And what a bank will normally do is if they have a, a property that doesn't cash flow at their minimum requirements, they start downgrading it, they watch it. You know, a lot of these are very established owners. They keep paying the payment. So you have that. It's not like the, many are defaulting in that situation. But when they have, when their maturity comes up, a bank has to make a, a gut decision on how much this customer means to them and whether they give them some more time, force them to pay it down, or just go along with a slightly lower than policy cash flow. So here's the question. What is the asset class that you like? And what are the asset classes that you're not comfortable enough because of interest rates and so on? I think there's avail- there's loans that can be made on every asset class. Currently in the market, the most favored asset classes continue to be multifamily. Multifamily is still very strong in most cases, rent regulated aside. Suburban multifamily, new construction multifamily is still very strong. The population grows. I mean, that, that area has remained very solid. Obviously, industrials, everyone likes industrial right now because of the change since COVID. A lot more companies are going to have more inventory in the U.S. Manufacturer will come back to the U.S. over time. So the increases in rents on industrial has been very significant. So a lot of lenders are comfortable with that. Retail, certain retail is doing extraordinarily well. You know, shopping centers with a tenant level, a credit tenant food anchor, and, you know, your typical locals, the pizzeria, the salon, those continue to be strong in a lot of locations. Again, it's always location by location. The strip retail is still pretty strong if the rents are at market. So there are spots of retail that are still quite strong. You know, the, the old mall is that doesn't have food anchor, that's your larger department stores. That's obviously the most challenging segment of the retail market for everybody. That's, that's a real problem area. Where do you see the, the repositioning of uh, financing for the hospitality market, specifically hotels? And now with the uh, uh, migration of people coming here from Mexico, uh, hotels are, they may be the beneficiary, but unfortunately they're, they're the beneficiary. And then the the tourist uh, may not come as much because they're not comfortable with that. Hospitality is a challenging area for banks, even those that specialize in it, you have to be extraordinarily careful. There's, there are a lot of buildings in the boroughs that are vanilla resident, you know, hotels that the city is just buying the whole thing out and renting it for a period of time for the migrants. So that's good for that owner. In the meantime, what happens when that ends remains to be seen from a lender's perspective. That's a very challenging credit to undertake. Uh, with with regard to uh, hospitality and the, the restaurant business, because I know at one time the bank had a significant port- portfolio of restaurants. How do you look at the restaurant business? Today? We still do. Uh, the, the portfolio we have is largely in, in Midtown Manhattan and has performed extraordinarily well. Uh, through COVID, the PPP was very helpful to those customers. Uh, and now they're in the position, a lot of those, they own multiple bars or restaurants. They're looking to add more of those that didn't quite survive because they didn't have the, the depth that, that our customers happen to have. So it's, it's a difficult loan to do from scratch. You really need people that have been in the business a long time. And, you know, we're fortunate we have a lot of that. But the, the restaurant business is okay, but you have to really know what you're doing. It looks like a, uh, a number of um, banks are out of the market, as they say today. Uh, do you concur with that? I do. It's, it's been 
the last six months, uh, the, the end of 22 into early 23, have seen a lot of banks back away from commercial real estate due to the rates, due to potential recession, all of those things, and people just are taking a hard pause. Those of us that are still in the market are have wonderful opportunities to do some extraordinarily strong loans and you know priced a little more competitively uh, than they were five or six months ago. When, well, when, and what, what about the term recourse? Are you now asking for recourse to your borrower? What's the, 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 the flavor the, of the month on that? Everyone wants recourse, uh, but the sophisticated New York borrower is not going to give you recourse unless they have to. Recourse is, is a great tool when there's some transition involved. If you have a large lease rolling in a couple of years, you might say, listen, if, if the lease rolls and it's not replaced, you go recourse. So you structure so that recourse comes into play when there's stress. But going out of the box, if the building's cash flowing and has solid tenancy, it's going to be very hard to get recourse in this market. So what about a, a construction loan? How, how easy is it to get a construction loan in this market? There's, there's a number of construction lenders out there. Uh, are, they, are they the alternative lenders or are they the The alternatives, banks? a combination. The vanilla deals, the uh, subdivisions, the housing deals are still pretty much banked because that's, there's, there's real certainty in the end valuation. We all understand that. The larger, more complicated deals are very often done by the funds, and we might backstop them with a note-on-note -note deal, but the larger they're doing the more complicated, larger deals uh, on, the on the construction side. Any, what's happening with banks participating on loans, which was a venue at one time significant? There's still some participations going on, particularly if you, you want to do a larger loan that you're not comfortable with and you buy some of it down. That, that still exists out there. But the challenge in banking right now is, is on the deposit side. I mean, now there are real alternatives to banking. The treasuries are paying very high. They have tax benefits. So right now, the, bank's biggest the bank banking industry's biggest challenge is keeping the deposits to fund the loans. So it's a good opportunity for the, bar for, for the borrower to get... Um Higher rates on their deposits. Oh, significantly more, yes. I mean, how much have rates gone up to, to well, borrow? I mean, for the last eight or 10 years, the banks have been paying borrowers virtually nothing, you know, five, 10 basis points, right. very, very low rates. Now you're in the, the twos, the threes, the 4%, depending on the term. Right. So, you know, as they would say, it's not a bad time, okay? People believe that banking is in trouble. I don't see banking in trouble. I see good banks surviving and growing. And I know that people at Ocean First and the entire community that you and I know well is going to be there. And I'd like to thank you today for being here on the Stoller Report. Thanks for having me. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC.